the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Let's bring in Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Mr. O'Hare, I asked the question, what Crimean crisis? Is it that simple that a little positive news there, the market jumps big this morning? Well, uh, the market is certainly uh, suggesting it. It uh, doesn't matter that much. Um, it's really kind of interesting, and the uh, the move I think we saw yesterday was really driven by the fact that the advanced fear-based billing of, you know, hard-hitting economic sanctions has yet to come to fruition, and so the market took that uh, lack of a negative development as a positive and, and ran with it in terms of those uh, participants who had been short going into the weekend probably, and so they were uh, fearful about being caught on the wrong side of that trade. And, of course, we've seen the continuation move today uh, because uh, Vladimir Putin told the world not to worry. <laughs> so um, it's amazing how quickly the sentiment has turned. But, uh, you know, I, I think that what he did, though, was basically ratchet up the pressure on uh, President Obama and other Western leaders to uh, save some diplomatic face here, and we'll see how they respond. But uh, we don't think this matter is over just yet, but the market is uh, taking it at face value as a an encouraging development and uh and therefore we've got higher stock prices i think it's fair to say that you and i get approached by a lot of people saying does this market still have legs up is it a bubble when's it going to crash because i want to buy um and you always start like well what what's your time frame and you know how upset would you be and uh you know do you are you freaked out by what's happening in russia uh what i'm getting at is we have to build cases for people and the economy looks okay, and mm-hmm. to me that that's good enough for a start. How's the economy looking for you? What's some of the cases you're building right now? Right. Well, you know, coincidentally, I, I did update uh, Briefing.com's market view uh, last Friday, and the title of that piece was still practically positive. Right. And the piece at the end of 2013 from my 2014 outlook was, uh, basically, you know, a practically positive outlook for 2014. And what I was driving at is that this term we hear about, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic, right? It's kind of a cliche. Okay. And we boiled it down really to saying, look, we have a, a practical view of the market based on a fundamental uh, framework, 
right? And that framework included earnings growth, which at the time was projected to be up 11% for 2014, was likely to be revised lower, but still remained positive. It has since come down to about 8.8% growth. We were expecting real GDP growth to be about 2.5%. Uh, we think that could be closer to 2%, but nonetheless, not out of the uh, realm of what's become normal. Uh, we thought overall CPI would stay below 2%. We saw today it's now up 1.1% over the last 12 months. And we felt that long-term interest rates would press higher gradually, but not sky past 3.5%. So taking those fundamental issues into account, uh, we felt that it was reasonable to, to, to look for an expected return of 6 to 7% this year, including a dividend yield of 2% uh, as a positive, a practically positive outlook for 2014. Notwithstanding my own concerns about some of the near-term issues that we've talked about, Russia, Crimea, things that are going on in China, uh, uh, some of the spotty economic data we've seen that suggests things are not just slowing down because of weather related issues. Um, you know, some of those things could create some near-term turbulence, but overall the fundamental framework still would argue in favor of suggesting that the stock market could have another positive year in 2014. And so as a market analyst, you walk that delicate line, like you say, of, you know, the audience you're addressing, figuring out what their time frame is and whatnot. But if we look at it from just kind of a longer uh, viewpoint, um, you know, there is a fundamental basis to think that the stocks can still go higher here in 2014. There's a study out this morning that basically says 36% of workers have less than $1,000 in savings and investments that could be used for retirement, not counting their primary residence. Um, when I see numbers like that, I think it's actually going to be worse because people don't really take into account inflation and how that erodes even the $1,000 that they have and it erodes Social Security What's your take on inflation and what we need to walk away with? Well, right now, you know, inflation is um, very well behaved, if you will. It's actually what we're seeing is disinflation. If you're, you know, the, the trend that's unfolding in front of us is more worrisome from the standpoint that it could continue to disinflate and eventually lead to deflation. Um, so we're not seeing, you know, real strong inflation right now, and, and the component that is necessary to really drive that pickup in inflation would be, you know, increased wage growth that's going to be, you know, occurring coincidentally with an improving labor market, as well as a pickup in lending activity. Uh, you know, as banks loosen their spigots and start lending more money, then you get more turnover in the economy of that money, which uh, is you know, necessary to create that uh, what's called escape velocity for the economy out of this sort of new normal rut we're in of about 2% growth. And when money starts turning over more, you are going to see higher inflation rates. But uh, right now, you know, bank lending is very reserved for the most part, uh, and wage growth is still very limited for the most part. And so you're not seeing that flow through into into higher prices right now. But I think to your point, Rob, you're right, is that uh, from a retirement angle, um, it will catch up to people who, you know, don't have a lot saved, certainly, and it will be a negative over the long haul here as, you know, there's some issues that obviously need to be addressed with Social Security reform uh, and those issues that present themselves by virtue of the fact that a lot of people don't really have enough money saved to fund their retirement after they're not working anymore. You brought up something a little bit earlier, and I'm speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com, that you said you updated your market view for briefing. 
and you write the page one pre-open analysis, and it's incredibly helpful. It's, it's where I start my day every day uh, to kind of get a feel for maybe I can kind of take it easy today and be more entertaining, or maybe I have to be a little bit more hardcore financial. But when you said you updated the market view for briefing, would you, would you say, help me a little bit with the theory of briefing.com. Is it sure. meant to be an organization? Is it meant to be a, a bunch of individuals? What would you give me a little bit more on? You gave you said here's the market view for briefing. Is that fair? Because there's like the swing trader. He may think you're right. a Yahoo in the corner office. No, you bring up a good distinction. Is that you know it it, it really is um, it dependent on the type of service that our subscribers are subscribing to, right? So our our briefing trader service, if you will, is. Uh, is um, staffed by a number of experienced traders who have their own viewpoints, and they're not, you know, looking at the longer-term investment picture like I might look at. Um, you know, they're looking at swing trades, uh, scalp trades, uh, momentum trades, if you will. So, you know, they're speaking more from a market view standpoint, speaking more to what's going on in the trading day and what might happen in the very near term that's going to help position our subscribers to that service to capitalize on that activity. Um, what I would, what my role is when I write a market view for briefing.com. It's, it's addressing more of this uh, organizational view for the longer-term uh, conservative investor, um, not, the, not the day trader, if you will. But what I do with page one is, is like you say, I have a, a daily missive that kind of speaks to what's going on in the here and now and how to think about it. Um, I also write what's called the big picture column. I publish it every Friday, which kind of gives our readers uh, across all of our platforms some perspective on how I'm viewing uh, economic developments and market developments and how they relate to the market view that I, I publish on a, uh, an update on a quarterly basis. So that's sort of the, the shorter-term window into getting a sense of how my view uh, and briefing.com's view of the market for longer-term investors is changing or or evolving on a weekly basis based on what we're seeing unfold in front of us uh, on the earnings front and the economic front. Now, briefly, because we have about a minute, give us something you're working on that isn't in the headlines that we should be paying attention to. Well, I, I, I'm going to disappoint you, Rob, <laughs> but I have to watch the FOMC this week. Um, you know, we obviously need to see what happens there with what they may or may not do in terms of changing their guidance. Um, you know, that's going to be a big issue for the market and how it uh, thinks of Janet Yellen's chairmanship uh, and her position on things. Uh, but clearly, uh, the market's not bothered at all by the idea that the Fed funds rate is going to be changed anytime soon, and that's uh, that's a very important consideration that's acting as an underpinning factor here. With the Fed Reserve, is that part of your thesis that as long as they play nice and keep monetary policy accommodative and there's no massive inflation building up, that the market can go higher? It is. I mean, you know, you don't have a, an extremely overvalued market. You have low inflation. You have low interest rates. The, you know, the Fed is at the zero bound, and they're basically telling people, you know, go in, you have to buy stocks, you know, for, you know, basically to boil it down in simplistic terms. So that is one of the theses there, but what we're also making sure our readers understand is that not to uh, not to forget about risk management along the way because uh, that type of consideration with that low interest rate policy can push some areas of the market certainly to speculative excess, and that could be very dangerous if you don't have proper risk management strategies in place. Thanks very much. It's Patrick O'Hare. 
chief marketing analyst, briefing.com, always giving us a nice perspective on how to approach the markets. Uh, very smart guy, and I think he speaks very normally, and I, I, I appreciate that because our audience, we don't want Wall Street to kind of talk us down to us like we're children. Anyway, um, you can find me online at robblack.com. You can find briefing at briefing.com. They provide independent live market analysis of the U.S. international equity markets and much, much more. We'll take a break here. Be right back. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. Lots of long slowdowns out there in this Bay Area update front. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.